2: Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. My name is Karenson Harrison. Thrilled to be here with you on this wonderful Red Monday. We are counting down until the Chiefs go to Super Bowl 58 against the San Francisco 49ers. We do not have a busy show planned today. Mitch Holtis will be on the show at 4 o'clock today. Patrick Mahomes will not be on the show. Still trying to lock in a time. But I do believe that Patrick Mahomes will be on the show at some point this week. So with all that free time, that means a lot of me. That means a lot of you and a limited amount of Rob. Oh, don't you worry. We have already started to put out some calls, some feelers for a celebration of Rob's demise. The plan is that when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl over the San Francisco 49ers, and let me tell you, before there is any question, I am picking the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl over Brock Purdy if you were giving them two weeks to prepare for that offense. We are going to have one of the biggest parties that 6'10 has ever thrown. And when I mean throw, I mean we are throwing things at Rob. I'm talking about whipped cream, pies, eggs, water, the fiesta that we have planned when this team wins the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm telling you, it is going to be a time. We have so many fun things planned between now and Super Bowl 58. I genuinely appreciate you being here and making us a part of your Red Monday. We have so much to get into, but before we do any of that, it's time to put Rob to work.
3: pizza time on the drive carrington dial me up right now and car number six wins a pizza nine one three five eight six seven six ten they get a pizza from our friends over at pizza tasio pizza tasio is Kansas City's best new york style pizza and they have absolutely taken over the town they got a new spot in waldo plus locations in op that's my home pizza tasio lee summit midtown north kc st joe and lawrence plus an incredible selection of craft and local beers or unique wines. So if you're in the mood for a slice or maybe you're hankering for a full pie, be sure to visit them now at pizzatasio.com. That's pizza. ocom
2: I need you guys to do me three favors today. Usually I only ask for two, but I only need three from you. Number one, thank you for making this show your home every day at two o'clock. Number two, I need you to tell one friend. And number three, if you don't call Rob a loser when he hangs up on you, then I am not giving you a pizza. No, you cannot get the pizza today from Pizza Tasio. Over the next couple of weeks as we are giving away pizzas, if you don't call Rob a loser at the end of it, then I am not giving you the pizza. That will be the only rule. I promise you we will take phone calls in every hour of the show today. I will do my best to take as many calls because today is about you guys and what you get a chance to watch every single week and celebrating one of the greatest teams in the history of the National Football League. This is where I would like to start today's conversation. And I see the text line, Oh, we have Baltimore audio, we have news, we have sports talk, we have post game calls, we got Reddit. Oh, don't worry. I got you guys today. But I think the number one talking point is everybody was right. Let me explain. I sensed a lot of frustration over the course of the season. I had a lot of frustration over the course of the season because it felt like the Chiefs were giving you a very tired rhetoric. It was like Andy Reid handed all the players a note card and was, hey, say this. Hey, when anybody asks about the wide receivers or about the penalties, hey, just say this mantra every single time. They were steadfast in this. Travis Kelsey said this next cut that I'm going to play for you guys at least four separate times over the course of the regular season on his New Heights podcast. He was right.
0: This is a group effort. And when you turn the film on, what's real is that we got guys that can play this game. And we got guys that we can have success with and win with and win championships with. I know it. I've, I've been on championship caliber teams. When you watch the film, penalties in critical moments, turnovers in critical moments. And it's everybody. It's not one guy. It's everybody's getting a piece of the pie. And yeah, it's frustrating. But at the same time, we know it's a lot of it is self-inflicted. And we know that, you know, moving forward, it can be fixed. And we have the guys to be able to get it fixed. And it kind of sounds like a broken record at this point, but I don't, I don't give a damn. It's what it's my, it's my livelihood. It's to, to keep this kind of mentality uh, throughout the season. We're eight and five amongst the top of the AFC. And this year we're, we're battling our tail off and we're figuring out what kind of team we are in a different way than we have in the past. All this that I hear in the media right now about who the chiefs are, it's, it's only building that beast that, uh, that we've been trying to create this entire year. And it's, it's, it's only gonna keep making us better and better uh, going through these these learning experiences and going through these tough games.
2: The Kansas City Chiefs never wavered from that sentiment. Not Travis Kelsey, I'll play for you audio from Patrick Mahomes. That was their official stance in all of the regular season. The Chiefs were extremely inconsistent in the second half of the regular season. And the Chiefs remain steadfast. They never pointed fingers. And they continue the mantra of we will figure it out. But this isn't just about them being right. We were also right. If you never wavered from this team, I'm sure that you have said some fashion of this. Hey, this team is actually pretty good. But if they can stop shooting themselves in the foot, they can beat anybody in the National Football League. This team just went on the road against the best team in the regular season. Historically, you look at DVOA and all these metrics. The Ravens are a really good football team, but you want to know what the Chiefs finally were able to do for an entire 60 minutes. This team didn't play a perfect game yesterday. Offensively, in the second half, they stalled. They had missed opportunities. A touchdown got called back. They didn't play a perfect game. We spoke all season about margin of error, and they were not perfect yesterday. But you know what they finally were able to do in the most important game of the season? They stopped shooting themselves in the foot. Yesterday was the first game all season that the Chiefs did not record a drop. Drops defined this wide receiver room for 21 weeks. Finally, they stopped dropping the ball. Penalties. Penalties. This team was one of the more penalized teams in the National Football League. They had three penalties yesterday for 30 yards. Baltimore had eight for 95. So you didn't have a drop yesterday. You won the penalty discrepancy by 65 yards yesterday, and they won the turnover battle. They won the turnover battle three to nothing. They were plus three in the turnover differential you are going to go on the road and beat any team in the National Football League with that formula. We'll talk more about this over the course of the day, but yesterday what I saw was a team that had figured out its formula and a team that forgot what theirs was. Baltimore had eight runs yesterday that they called. I saw a team in Kansas City that leaned into Isaiah Pacheco and ran Isaiah Pacheco into the ground. We've been screaming for them to do that all season. What I saw was a wide receiver unit that finally was called on to make a big play and came through with the big play. What I saw was the more disciplined team. What I saw was the team that valued ball security. I saw the team that everybody said was the best team in the National Football League and their tight end put his hands up and he was covered by half the Chiefs defense. He's calling for the football. Everybody was right. Everybody can pat themselves on the back today aside from Rob Brinton, because we all were right. It has been there for the Chiefs the entire time. All they had to do was get out in front of their own way, and they did that yesterday for 60 minutes. People like Rob have spread this propaganda about their margin of error and told you that they had to play an A++ game in order to win. They didn't do that yesterday. But you know what they did do? They finally didn't make the critical mistake that ends their season. And they allowed the Ravens over time to kill themselves with penalties, with turnovers, with losing your cool, with being undisciplined by forgetting what got you there. And that is how the Kansas City Chiefs were able to go to their fourth Super Bowl in the last five years. Again, the Chiefs have been telling us this for months. This is Patrick Mahomes on this show talking about the offense. We got a lot to clean up on offense. We know that. We'll continue to work. Um, but with a defense like that, we'll continue to win football games. Is this the best defense that you've had as a Chief? I think it's the best defense in the NFL. So, I mean, if, if we have a defense like that, we're going to get this offense figured out. I promise you. Uh, and then we're going to be a hard team to beat. You were frustrated at times with your offense today. Why? I think it's, we, we just... We didn't make plays. At the end of the day, we didn't make plays. If that was me, if that was, it was everybody. Something was off, and that's kind of been like that all year. Um, and I pretty much said, I mean, at the end of the day, we're about to find a way to make a play. Um, and then this season goes on. We're going to make plays, and we're going to find a way to win. Yesterday was the Chiefs, in their way, putting it together. It was not the prettiest win that we've seen them have during this run, but it was one of the most important. They were the better team in the red zone. They ran the ball for more yards. They were more effective running the football yesterday. They didn't have a drop. They won the penalty battle, and they won the turnover battle. And if you can replicate that formula, you will go on the road, and you will beat any team in the National Football League. There's the proof. Coming up on the other side, we'll begin to open up the phone lines. Oh, I want y'all cooking Rob early and often today. You have heard all the things that Rob has said over the course of this playoff run. Rob was a doubter. He was a non-believer. He was a naysayer. It's time for you to let a naysayer know. 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610. We'll continue to give you great stats from yesterday. I want to talk about how great Travis Kelsey has been in the postseason. We'll also go through some of the superlatives for Patrick Mahomes because at this point, the only comparisons for Patrick Mahomes are Joe Montana and Tom Brady. Keep it right here. It's The Drive.
4: You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esqually Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives.
1: Kansas City, it's Brett Veach. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
2: I don't really have a plan for today's show like I normally do. The show is usually pretty mapped out on a segment by segment basis. I just wrote down a bunch of notes. We got a lot of audio from Baltimore, so we can hear them crying. There's some tweets that I want to respond to. People once again are complaining about the officiating in the game. At this point, I don't know how a team can go to four Super Bowls in the last five years, and they've never beaten anybody. It's always the officials. There has never been a fan base that has come out and been like, man, I don't know, man. The Chiefs just got us today. I don't know. Like their coach is better than ours. Their quarterback is better than ours. Their roster is a little bit better than ours. They it better than us. That That is yet to happen for the Chiefs. Every time they win a postseason game, the other teams, all oh, the officials, oh, they're out to get us every single time. So we'll talk about that over the course of today's show. But for the most part, how I want to do today is I want today to be about cooking Rob Brenton. We can be honest. Rob has been one of the biggest naysayers for the chiefs. I could think of so no, Rob, don't answer the phone. They can wait so many times over the course of the last two months. I kept telling Rob, Hey, I think this team can do it. All they have to do is stop turning the ball over. Nah, man, I don't know. I mean, they didn't do it in week six against the chargers. Why do you think they can do it? It was so much negativity. Your gosh darn negativity is what it was. I remember we had a topic. I can find exactly what it was because B-Dub texted me. And I said, what if if the Chiefs are like UConn in the tournament? Remember, UConn was a four seed. Blue blood pedigree. Won the national. Oh, I don't think that can be the Chiefs. Oh, it's not going to be the Chiefs. Har, har, har. So much negativity. You guys don't understand what I've had to go through. Trying to push through and try to be... I was the positive voice for the Chiefs on this show every week. It's tough. It's drained on me mentally and emotionally. Now you guys can share that burden with me as we cook Rob hibachi style, deep fried, char broil. He He's earned it today. He's there with all the other losers Josh Allen, a loser. Lamar Jackson, a loser. How do you go from MVP to now you're getting ready to play dodgeball in Orlando for the Pro Bowl? Sick work. The quarterback of the Chiefs would never participate in such nonsense. You're supposed to be the MVP. Now you playing dodgeball with Justin Jefferson. Look at you. Let me just, let me give you guys a couple of stats. We'll take your phone calls. We will hear what Rob has to say as he defends himself for what he has done over the last couple of months. He has to answer for these crimes that he has committed over the last couple of months on this show. Rob, I'm going to give you two stats. Are you ready? Do you want the Travis Kelsey stats first or the Patrick Mahomes stats? Which one do you want first? I'll let you pick. This is like a choose your own adventure book. Which one do you want? Uh, Give me the Mahomes ones first. Patrick Mahomes is the first quarterback ever to start in four Super Bowls before turning 30. Patrick Mahomes is the third quarterback to start four Super Bowls in a five-year span. He has 14 playoff wins. The only quarterbacks who have more playoff wins than Patrick Mahomes are Tom Brady and Joe Montana. This is his fourth Super Bowl start. Only Brady and John Elway have more Super Bowl starts than Patrick Mahomes. Remarkable. There's no other word you need other than remarkable. You ready for the Travis Kelsey ones, man? I'll give you the Travis Kelsey stats, and then we'll give you an opportunity to try and defend yourself because I'm reading the text line right now. You're getting pummeled, my friend. Sunday was the equivalent of Travis Kelsey playing a full regular season in the postseason with Patrick Mahomes. They have had 17 games together in the postseason, Mahomes and Kelsey. In those 17 games, Travis Kelsey has 133 catches, 1,516 yards, and 18 touchdowns now in 17 postseason games of Patrick Mahomes. That touchdown catch that he had yesterday was incredible. It's hard to figure out what was more impressive, the throw or the catch, both incredible. Rob, before we go to the phone lines, and oh, the phone lines are stacked. I want to give you an opportunity to respond to the allegations that you're a Chiefs hater because they're coming in hot and heavy. And if this many people are saying it, it must be true. You lost your way with the Kansas City Chiefs week seven, week eight. I don't know what game it was. Maybe it was a little later. Maybe it was the Eagles loss. Maybe it was the Packers loss. You and Steven Specter, the boss, man, you lost your way with this team. I tried to tell you. I tried to encourage you all season. I tried to keep your spirits high. I mean, I'm always going to be here for the jokes. I don't want to make it seem like I didn't get my jokes off. But I never completely wavered, and I never abandoned the Chiefs. I always said they had a chance, even after Christmas, when it was easy to bury the chiefs. I stood by him and said, I wouldn't eliminate them. And that all they had to do was win the turnover differential. And what do they do in the postseason? They won the turnover differential. Now look at them. They in Vegas. Where's Josh Allen at Cancun. Where's Joe burrow at Vail. Pat's going back to the bowl. Answer for yourself, Rob. I got nothing
3: hand up. I was wrong. I thought this team, what's the uh, sentence that Bill Cowers always used? Your deficiencies eventually shine through in the playoffs. I didn't think the Chiefs could overcome their deficiencies. I said it all year. I thought drops, turnovers, and penalties. That would undo the Chiefs. Nope. They overcame it. It's like the postseason started and they decided in the building, we're done with that. It's like they and Madden turned the uh, slider down to zero. No more penalties. They had no problems with penalties on Sundays. They still had some turnovers in the postseason, but they had a positive turnover differential. That's the key to success. They made the Ravens offense look foolish. You know how Todd Munkin made TCU look last year? That's what Steve Spagnuolo did to Todd Munkin yesterday. So hands up. I was wrong. I thought officially the deficiency would get them beat, but they overcame their deficiencies by just stopping the deficiencies and just no longer having them. And they are exactly what you said. They're that UConn three seed. They're They're scary. You don't want them. Their path isn't perfect, but oh boy, if they get hot and oh boy, did they get hot. So I got nothing hand up. I was wrong. I got to take the L Cody and gold told me today. I have to pick the Niners just for the sake of, we don't have the, everyone at the station picks the chiefs moment. But if that, if that's the chiefs quarterback and not the week
2: three version, then no one beats that team. I was wrong. Text line 913-586-7610. Hey, CDOT, I know we're talking about the Super Bowl, but let's hear your opinion on Kadarius Tony and the little rant. We're going to start a new rule on this show. If you had less than 200 yards for the season, you are not worth us discussing. You're not worth it. I don't have a strong opinion about Kadarius Toney. It is better. For us, that Kadarius Toney has not been on the field. It is not a shock to me that their offense started to turn a corner and they started to figure things out when they started to cut some of the dead weight. It almost lines up perfectly. So no, I don't have that many thoughts on a receiver this year who had 27 catches for 169 yards and one touchdown. I don't have that many thoughts. I hope that he's not on the team next year and all of us will be better for it. You've gotten everything you need out of Kadarius Tony. He made that one play the one time. And you know what? That's fine. If that's how we remember Kadarius Tony, great. I wish him nothing but the best, but I really hope that we don't see him play for the Chiefs anymore. I really don't. So then in August, we're going to debate that he can be an X factor. No, he's not. That's all. I don't have anything else on Kadarius Tony for the day. I really don't.
3: First, to breaking news in Kansas City Sports Radio. Oh, goodness. This
2: could be big. I don't know what this is.
3: Per Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report, Chiefs pass rusher Charles who has suffered a torn ACL in the game against the Ravens, meaning his season is likely done. The strip sack play of Lamar Jackson will likely be his last play. Again, per Jordan Schultz, Chiefs pass rusher Charles who has suffered a torn ACL. Hmm.
2: It's not good. I'm sorry that happened to Charles Amina, who made a very big play in yesterday's win. Incredible pickup by Brett Veach. Speedy recover three to, uh, you know, that probably stinks for him, especially because you had a chance to go up against your former mm-hmm. team in the Super Bowl for Charles and Minahu. so it's very rare. I hit the breaking news on it like today, but I figure. Yeah, no, I, that was, you know what? That was uh very much warranted of the breaking news sounder. Salute to you. Sorry to hear that about Charles Amenehu, but Charles Amenehu will not be playing in the Super Bowl because he has torn his ACL. Let's go to the phone lines, and we're going to take phone calls Once every hour, because I want to give people the opportunity to chime in, whether they want to celebrate the Chiefs finding themselves in another Super Bowl, whether they want to cook young Rob, whatever you want to do. You know, this show is about creating a platform to give you the opportunity to be yourself. 913-586-7610. I can't think of a better person to kick things off today than our guy Big T and Shawnee. Go ahead, Big T. Hey, hey C Dot.
6: Thanks for taking my call.
2: And uh, first of all, congratulations to the AFC champion,
6: Kansas City Chiefs. And, and the C, the C, everybody stands stands for Chiefs Dot. He's had their back all year, unlike his 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 coworker Rob. And it hadn't just been two months, C Dot. He did he he did pick Baltimore, but go back to the tape. Hell, he picked Cincinnati last year. This doesn't. This is nothing new. He's a Chief hater. He hates running backs. He probably works for one of those national syndicates on the side just to get on the board Get on board to hate. And go Chiefs. Speak for 49ers. Choo-choo!
2: Thanks, Big T. I appreciate it. That's how I feel about Rob as well. Can we – listen, I'm wrong. Hand up the whole deal. But can we not slander
3: me today? I did not pick the Bengals last year. I don't
2: know if that's accurate or not.
3: I 100% picked the
2: Chiefs over the Bengals. I don't know. Uh, you 100%? That doesn't even – I don't even seem like you the last time you a hundred percent picked the, the chiefs this year was the bears game. That was the last time you were hundred percent confident, hundred percent. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, nine, one, three, five, eight, six, seven, six, one, zero. All right. Gilbert, how you doing today? Gilbert.
6: Hey, see that it's been a pleasure uh, going through the season with you, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, just got three quick things I wanna speak on. I'll make you brief though. Go ahead, man. Uh first I think I wanna learn from the Patriots. Um uh, wanna not take any of this for granted, man. We're going through the golden era right now and what I've seen with them is one minute you're in back to back Super Bowls and the next minute your coach and quarterback's gone and Mac Jones is your guy. So wanna enjoy this while we can. It's been great. Also, uh I'm starting to understand why we get so much hate. The away games show us a different view than the home games have been. Um, the last two weeks, I've seen two different grown men crying in their beanies. So I, I kind of get why they hate us so much. And as far as cooking Rob, I'm going to learn from Zay Flowers. Um, yeah, we're up right now and, and Rob's kind of down. But the next minute, you know, you. out of your hand um, in the midst of scoring the game time touchdown. So. Yeah, I'm going to hold back on that. Uh, Lastly, just want to say, go Chiefs, man. Thanks for uh, being with us all year.
2: Absolutely, Gilbert, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling in today. This is your time, Chiefs fans. This week gives you, you get a week of doing a victory lap around everybody. This wasn't the one you were supposed to get to. This wasn't the one. I don't think this is the last one that you get, but this wasn't the one that was supposed to go. Not the Chiefs team that lost to the Raiders. What, 35 days ago? They got dominated on Christmas by the Las Vegas Raiders. You guys remember it. Taylor Swift and Brittany, they're just holding each other. Just sad, disappointed. A lot of people jumped off the bandwagon when they got beat the way that they did at home against the Las Vegas Raiders, especially when at the time the chiefs had so much to play for in terms of home field advantage, it was looking real shaky in the light. You get this week to celebrate a dynasty. I'm not listening to anybody at this point that doesn't acknowledge what the Kansas city chiefs are. If you can't acknowledge that what they are in the middle of doing of six years of going to the AFC championship game, this is their fourth Super Bowl in the last five years, they've already won two of them. They are a coin flip away from winning a third one. Then what what are we talking about here? So take this week to celebrate. And then next week we'll really start to look at how they beat the San Francisco 49ers who have consistently been one of the two best teams in the national football league this year. You already beat one of them, which was the Baltimore Ravens. The other quote unquote best team is the San Francisco 49ers. You play them next Sunday in Las Vegas. But this week, we are certainly going to celebrate the fact that this chief's team, this chief's team that beat one playoff team over the course of the regular season, didn't get the one or the two seed, this chief's team. For the first time, lost on the road in the division. Didn't have the division clinched until after Christmas. This Chiefs team left a lot on the meat on the bone over the course of the regular season. And it was the same conclusion. They still found themselves in the Super Bowl with the chance to win it. Let's get back to the phone lines. Let's go out to Melvin. Hey, Melvin, how you doing, my man?
7: Hey, dot. how's it going? Doing good, man. Hey, well, look, not, not, I've told you this before. I started going to the Chiefs games in 67. You know, the Christmas Day game when we lost to the Dolphins, the big fight with the Raiders. I've seen all these games. And I told everybody back in October, and I got I got receipts. I told them, don't worry about the Chiefs. We've just seen them turn from an offensive juggernaut to a defensive juggernaut right before our eyes. And it took so many people so long to understand that but if you look, look at what Veach did last year, we had all those rookies. We had Carl Loftus. We had McDuffie. You know, he, we, we got Tranquil. We got uh, Menehue. We invested in the defense so it makes sense that the defense did what it was supposed to do. And all these Kansas City Chiefs fans, they need to stop being uh, hyperbolic when the Chiefs lose a game or two and understand it's the big plan. Is the big picture because they told us all along, oh, we're going to get it together. We're going to get it together. We didn't believe them. We didn't believe a coach who has been in 10 championship games and two or three Super Bowls, and we still have doubters. But see, that Rob's my boy because I always talk to him when I call. I do remember seeing some billboards a couple of years ago with somebody else's name on them. So I'm going to let a naysayer know. She goes both ways.
2: Melvin, we're oh, not doing Jesus. this today, Melvin. All right, we're not doing this today. Why are you trying to turn this on so me, Melvin? We're supposed to be celebrating together, me and you, Melvin. My fault. My fault. I'm though. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you, Melvin. Thanks for calling in today. Why is Melvin trying to bring up old stuff today? That's the problem. I will be trying to bring up stuff from three, four years ago. That ain't got nothing to do with today. We're supposed to all be on the same page today, and that's teaming up against Rob. I think that Sunday was Sunday was the Kansas city chiefs this year. They are a flawed football team. They've been flawed. We saw their flaws yesterday. Like if you really wanted to nitpick about yesterday, you could, their offense was not good in the second half of the game was not good. They didn't run the football incredibly effectively yesterday. Yesterday was the same formula that we have seen from the Chiefs, minus the critical mistakes that caused them to lose. Their offense did just enough. Their defense was the best defense in the National Football League, and they needed their superstar quarterback to make one play, and he made it right on time. In the second half, that's all they needed. They needed their offense to make one play. They needed their wide receiver room to make one catch, execute one play, and they did it. They didn't have the critical drop that loses them the game. They didn't have the critical penalty and they won the turnover differential three to nothing. If you do that, you win. That's exactly what they did yesterday. Their defense has played like this all season. And maybe after doing it in back-to-back weeks to Josh Allen in the fourth quarter and to the MVP Lamar Jackson, maybe the conversation will shift a bit towards the defense. The Kansas City Chiefs had the best defense of the National Football League this year. From top to bottom, consistently, I don't care about DVOA or all these advanced metrics. From watching the football games this year, the Kansas City Chiefs had the most consistent defense in the National Football League. And we saw them go up against every offense that people told us was really good. There's one left. It's San Francisco's. They went up against Detroit's offense this year. They went up against Baltimore's offense this year, went up against Miami's offense multiple times this year. You tell me a team that you think could really score this season. And Kansas city went up against them defensively and held their own every single time. Their defense did as advertised yesterday against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. And they needed their offense to make one play and their offense came through. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who you and I removed from the Chiefs fan circle of trust three months ago. He was removed. You know what? You're back in it. You're back in it. An incredible team effort yesterday from Kansas City. Let's say one more phone call before the break. Let's go to Joe. Joe, you called into the drive. Hey, Joe, how you doing today, my man?
1: Hey, C-Dot. I'm doing great, man. Happy Victory Monday. Absolutely. I just had a, one little uh, nitpick I had about your stat about no drops. Your boy Nick Bolton dropped a surefire interception that only a Missouri Tiger could do. Rock
2: Chuck. (laughs) We're not doing this today, Joe. Get off the phone. I would like to make just one very small point that the Chiefs go into the Super Bowl again is hiding the fact that Kansas is going to be a five seed in the NCAA tournament. I would just like to go ahead and make that point. I watched enough Kansas basketball this year. They should have lost to TCU earlier in Big 12 play. They've lost every road game in Big 12 play other than Oklahoma State, who was in last place. they are a five seed in the NCAA tournament. But you know, what? we got a couple of weeks until we really start to talk about that. It's still football season. Somebody said that KU's like the Chiefs. They're going to be a 5C that goes to the final four. Absolutely not. Not if I got anything to do with it. I will root against them every day. Every single day I'll root against them. All right. We'll continue to take more of your phone calls. We'll, you know, we'll play the Ravens audio at 3 o'clock. We got news. We got Reddit. Oh, it's great. 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610. five eight six seven six one zero. We'll continue to take your phone calls. We'll continue to celebrate the Chiefs. They are going to another Super Bowl. Keep it right here, it's the drive.
3: The drive with
4: Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deepasqually Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on six ten Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.
4: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today
0: after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter and Medela is your reward Adela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
4: The home of the Royals is 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
2: All right, let me give you a plan for the next 30 minutes. We're going to take more of your phone calls. If you want to call in, now is the perfect time to do so. 913-586-7610. We'll take your calls for the next 10 minutes or so. Coming up at the top of the hour, we will play audio from Baltimore as they are the losers of yesterday's AFC championship game. My biggest takeaway from yesterday is I saw one team really lean into what they have become over the course of the postseason. Just going through the numbers. Yesterday, the Chiefs had 39 pass attempts and 32 rush attempts. Isaiah Pacheco ran the ball 24 times yesterday. Now, he was not super efficient running the ball. He ran it 24 times for 68 yards. But the commitment to it, staying disciplined to it, being balanced offensively was everything the Chiefs needed yesterday The Chiefs have maximized their formula. Yesterday's offense was Patrick Mahomes, Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, and we needed one play from anybody else, and they got that yesterday. I thought that this offense was too reliant on the others over the course of the regular season, and maybe that was by design. But yesterday, Marquez Valdez-Scanlon got thrown the ball two times. Hey, you're not going to get a lot lot of opportunities, but when your number is called, make the use of your opportunity. He had two catches yesterday, 38 yards, game-clinching play, Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Justin Watson got thrown the ball two times. Noah Gray got thrown the ball a couple of times. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. The Chiefs leaned into their formula. More Rice, more Pacheco, more Kelsey, less of everything and everybody else. While on the flip side, the Baltimore Ravens, who were number one in the NFL in rush attempts, not a single team in the league ran the ball more than the Ravens did this season. Their wide receivers and running backs got eight carries. Patrick Mahomes had six carries in the game. How can you be the Baltimore Ravens and Gus Edwards only gets three carries? One of those carries went for 15 yards. How does Justice Hill only get three carries? Zay Flowers with his speed, he only got two carries. What I saw was one team, they stuck to what got them there. And I saw another team forget what got them there. We know what the game formula and game script looks like for Baltimore. This game was close the entire way. I know that Baltimore was playing from behind, but Kansas City wasn't up two, three scores in this game. They had a chance to. They felt like they were always knocking on the door, but Kansas City never ran away from this game, and Baltimore just forgot what got them there. Throwing the ball 37 times with Lamar Jackson is not a winning formula for them. Gus Edwards only getting three carries. Justice Hill getting three carries is not the formula for them. That's why they lost. I mean, there's other reasons why they lost, but the major reason of why they lost is that the Chiefs enhanced what they were and cut out the nonsense, cut out the penalties, cut out the turnovers, cut out the drops, cut out a lot of the mental mistakes while the Ravens leaned into those things. The Ravens were number one in turnover differential. They lost at minus three yesterday. The Ravens ran the ball more than any team in the league. The Chiefs had twice as many rush attempts as Baltimore did. The Chiefs have embraced what they are this postseason and the Ravens got away from it. And that's why the Ravens are going on vacation. Let's go back to the phone lines and hear what you guys have to think. We'll play the Baltimore audio coming up at the top of the hour. Nacho called into the show today. Hey, Nacho, how you doing, my
6: man? Pretty good, Doug. How about yourself, man? Doing great, man. Hey, uh, so essentially, the Chiefs basically just had 17 practice weeks to figure out how they wanted to play ball for four playoff games. It's essentially all they did this entire regular season. But most importantly, yes, Rob, you are a hater. And that, it combined with the fact that you never answer the phone when I'm trying to get that pizza tasio at 2.02 p.m., you are the Orlando Scandrick of 610 Sports Radio. Love y'all, guys. Take Nacho, days. hold on really
2: quick. Oh, Nacho, I was about to give you a pizza. You hung up too quick, Nacho. Nacho, call back. I'll get you a pizza, my man. I'm in the giving mood today. Call me Oprah this week. I'm giving out pizza. You get a pizza. You get a pizza. Rob ain't been answering the phone. He going to answer him today. We putting Rob to work today. All the hate he been spewing these last couple of weeks about the Chiefs. He was a non-believer is who he was. He was a non-believer. But it's Okay. Patrick Mahomes, this defense, they made him a believer. Let's go back to the phone lines. Scott, you called into the drive. How you doing today, Scott?
1: Hey, man, can I get some of this pizza? That pizza, Tashio, is the truth, man. Scott, I, you know uh, what?
2: I got you, my man. I got you.
1: <laughs> hey, I, I just want to – has anyone ever seen Christian Colon and Marquez Valdez scantling in the same room at the same time? Because, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're fitting into the uh, – disappointing contract slash disappointing draft pick, but come up clutch at the, in playoff time, kind of, uh kind of formula there. So uh, congrats to that dude, man. I, I feel so good for him. Like, I mean, he was freaking public enemy. Well, no, I guess he'd be public enemy number two behind uh, Tony, who still is, uh is taking that role as public enemy number one for Chiefs fans. But, Talk about a redemption story, man. I'm, I'm happy for him. And the other the other point I have, CDOT, is just the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. Like, I mean, 14 interceptions this year. Can you remember, and I hope I don't jinx it for the Super Bowl, but has he put the ball in harm's way one time in these playoffs? I, I, I honestly can't remember an in- interceptable pass that he's thrown, certainly not in the last two games. And, you know, he did what was needed to be done. You know, his coach looked at what Lamar was doing or not doing and, and said, hey, let's not, let's not make it tougher on Spags to hold this lead. I think they were a little too conservative in the second half or whatever. They won the game. But, you know, Mahomes played the good soldier, did, did what he was supposed to do. And then on third and nine, in the most critical uh, juncture of the game, he throws an absolute dot to the receiver he probably trusts the least out on the field, but he was open and, I mean, he basically stuck it in the dude's face mask and um, just, we cannot take for granted how great Patrick Mahomes is, even if the odds makers do. So uh, appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Love your show, man. Take care.
2: No problem, man. I'll put you on hold, man. I'll make sure you get some of that pizza Tasio. I'm a big believer that the playoffs force you To do the things that you feel most uncomfortable with. Think about San Francisco. What's the biggest criticism of Brock Purdy? Hey, if you get them down, if you get them down, then Kyle Shanahan can't come back. They came back yesterday. What's the biggest criticism of Lamar Jackson? Hey, if you take away the run option and force him to throw the football, then you can beat him. The playoffs put you in a position where you have to be uncomfortable. In the biggest play of the game, Patrick Mahomes was forced to trust maybe the receiver who had let them down the most over the course of the season. And he didn't hesitate. He didn't hesitate. One-on-one down the middle of the field. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to put the ball in a place that allows you an opportunity to go out there and make a play. And he made a play. He made a play. I'm just a big believer of that's what the postseason does. It puts you in a position where you have to overcome your biggest weakness. And the Chiefs did that yesterday. All the things that hurt the Chiefs and caused them to be the three seed and stop this team from being the one seed. They put all of those things together for 60 minutes. And that's how they're going to another Super Bowl coming up at the top of the hour. We are going to play for you Baltimore news coverage as they are leaving the stadium after their AFC championship game loss. It's coming up. Keep it right here. It's The Drive on 610 Sports Radio.
4: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.